An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Cobra! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 60, Toronto Comic Con edition. We're here, we're live, we're in Artist Alley, A85. I am here, I'm shacked up with Sparkle Girl Jen. Say hi, Jen. Hi. Here we are. A45. Sorry, A45? A45. Sorry, I'm way off. I'm just too excited. I'm, I'm not focused on anything because of all the pretty colors and pictures and people everywhere. This year is much bigger than the norm. Uh, it's almost half of Fan Expo. It's kind of insane. I didn't expect to see a lineup like this, but it's good times. You'll notice the lack of a potato waste, unfortunately, due to prior arrangements and obligations for the boy. Uh, Sean couldn't make it out today. We'll also be hanging out, of course, with Sean Nixon. He'll be dropping by with our old friend Ian Strawn. We'll be chatting with him and whoever the hell else we can uh, hook up with here. So stay tuned, kids. It's going to be an exciting adventure of a show. Word. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear R2-D2 beep like this. Yo, what's up? This is Daniel Logan, the baddest and most darkest bounty hunter on the dark side of the galaxy. You are listening to An Elegant Weapon. Stay tuned because there's more stuff coming in the galaxy. Here we are. We're at the Ghostbusters of Ontario. You are? Adriana. Adrian and? And Solange. And Solange. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> you guys having a good con so far? Pretty good so far, yeah. I'm the rookie, so. You are the rookie? The rookie Is so this far. your first year then? First year with the Ghostbusters, yes. Yeah, excited about it? Uh, relatively so, yeah. It's been yeah. good so far. We'll see. We'll see what trouble they can get me into. <laughs> I'm sure there may be some. <laughs> How long have you been with the Ghostbusters? This is going to be my third year. Third year. Third All year, right. yes. Nice. Very good. What do you guys got going on this year here? Uh, this year we brought some more of our usual cake pops. We have some lemon slimer pops, some marshmallow pops, and of course we bring our slime, our packs. We got Vigo and traps. Nice. Hey, yeah, <laughs> no, you guys, it, it amazes me. Uh, this is about my eighth or ninth year coming to these cons, and, uh, you know, you guys are always here, and the amount of effort and detail that goes into the stuff that you guys make is just mind-blowing. Like, like, okay, we're looking at these traps here in front of us on the table. How long does it take to make something like this? Those ones take, a, well, a pack full, like a pack itself will take a month if you just go right at it. That's it. That's oh, all yeah. your life for a month. Yeah. A trap takes less time. It could take just a couple weeks or so to put it together. Okay, so how did this all start? Like, uh, how old is the Ghostbusters Society now? Uh, this one is 2009. 2009. 2009. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, it just started. Uh, our leader guy i guess yeah, <laughs> our leader yeah, bean yeah. is just on the other side we'll, just we'll get a word up. from yep. him yeah that's and, awesome uh, and then just more and more people start joining in from everywhere i mean we're here from mississauga he's up from alliston he's from kitchener okay we have a couple people from sudbury some from ottawa that couldn't make it <laughs> now are you guys because uh, like say like for example the 501 being attached to you know the canadian garrison and everything are you guys attached to any other, like, say, American affiliates, or is this purely just you guys on your own? There's a whole bunch of other franchises, as they like to call themselves, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's three active ones in Canada. 
and a whole heap in the states. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. So we and we talk to them. We talk amongst ourselves. Oh, must yeah. right. Everybody's it's, a Ghostbuster exactly. fan. Exactly. We're is not a just recognizing the 500 first because I mean yes, Lucas. Uh, you know, it's a long time they've been putting exactly. work into that though. It's you so, know. So yeah. So there's little franchises here and there. Uh, in fact, the BC group is uh, re- doing a party for the Fan X in Vancouver in April. Okay, that's yes, exciting. So yeah, because I mean it's what second year this year, right? For, for, for Vancouver. Yeah, so. so they'll be hosting a party to raise funds for the BC hospital. That's awesome. So are you guys kind of the same idea, like charity? You do a lot of charity uh, we events? Do, we, do, uh, we do raise money for a couple of charities. We're doing Street Cats and I think Gilda's Club is our main Oh, place. that's cool. Very yeah. cool, yeah. Um, so you being the rookie, what, what pulled you in? Uh, I've been a big Ghostbusters fan for a long time. Uh, since I was a kid, I'm the youngest in the group, so uh, yeah. they can teach me a few things here and there. But it, everyone loves Ghostbusters. You don't meet anybody who does kids. Dogs, yeah, of course, elders, of course. So just uh, a chance to be part of yeah. something that everybody can enjoy. So how did you discover this? Was it through the con? It or? was through the cons, and uh, I was lucky enough to meet uh, Adriana uh, somewhere else other than a convention, the hectic background of the convention, and she was nice enough to say, well, why don't you join us? Because there aren't too many active girls, so... Oh, yeah, that was the only one, yeah. <laughs> that was the only one. Well, I was going to say, when I saw you actually earlier, I was like, oh, they got a girl this year. That's awesome. Like, I had Usually, I guess, before, oh, I've gotten so. no... Well, there's no girls in Ghostbusters, so... Oh, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of silly. You know, who knows? Maybe in the future. Um, what are your guys' hopes for Ghostbusters 3? Do you think it'll ever happen? Uh, hopes are high. I mean, if it doesn't happen... I mean, everyone's doing their own thing. Bill Murray's busy. Dan Ackers. Everyone's busy. If it doesn't happen, you know, I think we're content with the two that we have. Third one would be awesome. But it would be fun if they maybe passed it on or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But Bill's Bill's hard to. Bill's hard, and yeah. it's understandable. He did two already, kind of thing. Yeah, if yeah. there's a current uh, the current uh, comic book series by IDW yeah. has a new team. They okay. started up. It's it's continuing, but they started up a new team. The Ghostbusters got it, like. Shifted off to another dimension, so at least okay. it's kind of that way. It's a really good series. Well, you know, it's a series that eventually everything kind of needs a reboot in some way. Whether it's not a complete reboot, but at least the livening up sort of thing, right? And it's kind of, it's kind of. I, I can kind of see where Bill Murray's coming from because he's very selective, yes. and I think he fully would do it if the script was up to his standards. But you know, not to talk bad about Mr. Aykroyd, <laughs> but it's not like his. His movies have been, you know, superbly written scripts. He's been a fantastic cheerleader for it, but... Yeah, you know, know, it's... You know, I was always thought maybe they should pass it off to, like, you know, why does he have to write it? Let somebody new and fresh... There is somebody new writing it. Uh, The writer from Men in Black 3 is writing it. That's perfect. He's written scripts for it, obviously, because he's just going to, but no, they have a new writer for it. That'd be really nice if they could get it on. And that's what he wants to do. Moranis is too busy anyways, right? So... He hasn't been... He retired, what, 15 years ago? Yeah. That long? He's been retired for a little bit, but uh, when they did the video game for PlayStation, he he wanted to be on it, but they didn't. It was too late. It was, it was too, too late. late. Yeah, oh, it would have been great because yeah, he's, he's sure. fantastic. He's a great character in the movie. And oh yeah, great those movies wouldn't have been right without him. You know <laughs> what I mean? Definitely not. So who's your favorite Ghostbuster? I'm an Egon fan. You're an Egon fan. You? It's, I think it's a girl thing. I'm so an Egon fan. Yeah. <laughs> Why are the girls so all about Egon? I don't know. It's just brains are sexy. Is that the way things are turning out? Yes, it is. It's the Absolutely. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. For sure. <laughs> That's super awesome. Um, guys, thanks so much for no spending problem. a few Thank minutes you. talking to us. Uh, you guys do great things here. Really impressive work. Uh, you know, keep up, keep it on, and uh, 
another great rest of the con. Eh? You I'm too. Sure we'll Enjoy the weekend. Eh? Thanks so much for chatting. What's your leader's name? Is Colin. That's Colin. All right, I'm going to sneak in. He's retiring over. leader, so you better get in. Oh, yeah, camp. I better <laughs> sneak in there. I'll do that. <laughs> Are you Colin? Yeah. Hi, my name is Jay. Hey, Jay. I just thought I'd come over and say hello. I see you guys here every year, all the time, doing your thing, and it's quite impressive, you know, to... To love something enough, to put the time into it enough, to pull off the stuff that you guys pull off. It's incredible. So how much of your life does it really take up? Well, not a whole lot. I mean, it's a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what got you started on this whole thing? You're just so in line, I want to make my own just pack. Costuming in general. Started out doing Star Wars costuming. and Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Always, always loved Ghostbusters and decided to switch genres and... Yeah, that's just how it happened, yeah, eh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same kind of idea. You guys do a lot of charity work and stuff, yeah, sort of we, thing. Yeah, we mainly and... do our Street Cats Animal Shelter charity. Um, my wife and I both volunteer there, so it was just sort of a natural thing to... Right, right. You know, we saw a need. You know, yeah, yeah. All the other bigger charities have lots of people doing stuff for them. Mm-hmm. You know, Make-A-Wish Foundation, Sick Kids and all that. We thought, let's try something different. And it sort of ties into our theme with Vigo with his kitten. The line in the movie where Bill Murray says, eh, he's missing his kitten, this is Pete. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. We're all cat lovers, so. No, that's super. I got three of my own. I've had 23 of my own. I'm a huge cat guy, so I can really appreciate that you guys do that. That's fantastic. Um, so she, they, they were telling me over here, so it takes about a month or so to put a pack together? Or? Give or take. I mean, most of it is collecting up the parts necessary to build one. So right. Depending on how skilled you are at assembly you know you have to go to the web and find different sources right. for all the different components and put it together i mean if you were to actually take the time you know you could probably throw one together in a week if you had all the parts okay so was it a matter of having to like freeze frame the movie or were you well, able to get kind of there is lots, lots of reference material, material? There. there's lots more than there used to be okay um, some new information's come out. Um, they've got packs in the Sony lobby now, so people oh, have gone and actually taken measurements. Get real close look at yeah. things, eh? That must help a lot, eh? Yeah. yeah. So where can people find you? Uh, we're at OntarioGhostbusters.ca. Okay. And uh, we're also on Facebook. Okay, cool. Everybody go check these guys out. Uh, you should see, I'm sure you got some pictures up there and stuff and going on. Uh, we've taken lots of pictures. We're going to tweet out there and stuff as well. Again, impressive work in... Uh, you know, any kind of charity, especially for the cats, is awesome. So thanks a lot for uh, giving us a few words. Eh? I appreciate it, man. Have a good con. Hi, Elegant we- Weapon Podcast. I'm not a big fan of weapons because that's what took out my parents, and I'm very angry and distraught, but it's an awesome podcast. Uh, it's second to Kevin Smith's podcast, and this is coming from Toronto Batman, who has done nothing good since... Um, here I am. I am with uh, Carolyn. Did you say again? Caroline. Caroline uh, is co-founder of the Doctor Who Society. How long has uh, this society in particular been going on? We got together Fan Expo 2011. Was that, uh, I could have it was earlier than that, eh? It's only been No, we just kind of have uh, come out with a punch and we're trying to go to as many things as possible, get our name out. 
and uh, we want to be a name across Canada. We're working on it. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing stuff you guys do. I mean, these Daleks are incredible. It's, uh, is this green one new? Uh, the green one's been with us for eight months, I believe. Okay. And that's Dalek Dreadnought, and the gold one is Dalek Auric. Okay, I haven't uh, seen the green one yet. Uh, it's amazing. The steam coming out. Yes, <laughs> really? Battle Dalek. It must be a super exciting time for you guys with Doctor Who making the, you know, the big jump that it's kind of making. And oh, it's been fantastic, and it's really, really exciting because when we come out to things like this, and so many people are dressed up in the characters, yeah, and they come and they uh, up to our table, and they just get so excited that we exist, yeah, and that's what we do it for. Yeah, we of do course. it to gather all of the Hoopians together for social situations where you can talk to people who enjoy the same thing as you do. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, there's a couple sites I follow on Twitter and uh, just constantly, I don't think any fans more so than Doctor Who fans are constantly watching Doctor Who together. Yes. Like, just like like watching sessions, like episode watching sessions all the damn time. Yeah, it's you a know? community. Yeah, it's like you can't watch it alone. It's got to be watched with 20 or 30 other people to enjoy the kind of thing. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. You quote it with a bunch of people as well. One of the things I love about Doctor Who is the fact that every time there's a new Doctor, there's so much kind of hesitation as to whether people are going to love this Doctor, and then like six months later, everybody's Everybody like, loves this yeah. is the best Doctor ever! <laughs> All you used to see around here was the Baker Doctor, and it's really changed the past few years. It's just Smith everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody loves the tweed jacket, they love the bow ties, it's they love the fezzes. All about the bow tie. Now, are you excited about a uh, new companion and such? I'm really excited to see what she's going to be like. I know that they have a lot of plans, and they really set it up really well on the uh, Christmas episode. It was amazing, yeah. wasn't it? Like that—that that might have been one of my top five Doctor Who episodes I've ever seen. Like, uh, just the way it was set up. Because I mean, when you see the earlier one where she's the Dalek, not knowing she's a Dalek, and then the way the time's displaced, and even he's like, "How the hell is she here?" Right. And now he's got to find out. I love it. I think she's going to be good for it. Yeah, March 30th. Yeah, yeah, it's so soon, yeah. too. I'm really, really excited about it. So what are the kind of activities? you guys get involved in some charities, I'm sure, and stuff? Or? Yeah, um, Make-A-Wish Foundation is our oh, yeah. major charity. Okay. Um, and we're trying to get out, find more charities, so... We're always looking. It's mostly kids-based that we're trying to do at the moment. Nice, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard for kids with the... Do you find many kids getting into Doctor Who these days? Oh, there are so many. We have kids coming up who are like three years old, and they see yeah. the Daleks, and they just yeah. start shaking, and they run up to it, and they want a picture. And it's great to see, because Doctor Who is... It's a pretty heavy scripting as far as it goes, yeah. you know? I mean, it even took me until I was kind of in my teen years to really understand the stories that were going on because you know i'm a star wars freak i mean i live and die star wars but i will tell you i don't think there's any better sci-fi writing that goes on than doctor who right like i mean the things they're able to do with simple stories and yeah the effects have gotten bigger and they've gotten better because of the budget but the stories are just they're unbelievably written and they've been around since the 60s and it's never yeah. gotten boring. They always come up with new stuff. And oh, it's always yeah. exciting, and it keeps drawing the fans in. If it was recycled storylines, you wouldn't have the same kind of... That's kind of like what Star Trek could kind of fall into. They had those problems, you know. They'd have several series, and then you, you see these plot lines kind of... But, I mean, Moffat's amazing. The stuff this guy comes up with just blows my mind. Like And Russell T. Davies. Like, yeah, he yeah. was yeah. incredible as well. Yeah, yeah. So who's your personal favorite doctor? I'm a tenth person myself. You're a tenth. That'd be Eccleston, right? No, that'd be uh, that's Tenet. Tenet, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tenet was a very emotionally passionate doctor. 
which was cool. He was he, he was the most vulnerable you probably see some of the doctors, you know. His uh, just the transformation alone. He's like, I don't want to leave. He's like, oh, it's so sad. You can tell after the ninth that he's kind of after on his, uh, the breaking point, and then mm. I find with the eleventh, he's just kind of fully lost it. Oh, he's just gone now. Yeah. Ever since uh, when it, the the last season there, where he was. Uh, when he's like, oh, the doctor, everybody thinks I'm dead. It's, you know, maybe we'll keep things on the down low for a while. And that head in the box is just like, the fall of the 11th will come. I was just like, oh, he's going to be all, like, hard. And the Daleks don't even know who he is anymore. That's super exciting stuff. I think it's going to be. And when they took Amy away as well. And you just yeah. see this different side of the doctor. It's so angry. Yeah. Were you happy with the way they handled all that? I had other ideas that I would have changed. <laughs> yeah, it's so. so hard to figure out how they're going to do like stuff. They, they are so clever that yeah. I just kind of hats off and let them do what they're Yeah, doing. it's the best thing to do. I mean, just have faith in that they've been pulling it off. Are you excited about the, uh, the I'm not even sure what to call it, where William Hartnell's playing the first Doctor? So I wasn't sure if it was the making of the first Doctor, if they're actually just, either way, I think it's, it's going to be he looks perfect. You've seen the pictures. It's, it's like the second I heard it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, they couldn't have possibly cast that better, you know? Really exciting stuff. Um, yeah, cool. Thanks a lot for hanging out a little, letting us know about what you guys go on. Um, where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find us at DrWhoSociety.com, and we are also on Facebook. We're on Twitter as well. Okay. It'll be dr. Uh, it's it's hard to. There's a lot of Doctor Who Twitter accounts there's out there. I follow Who's, quite a few myself. Get Doctor Who Society, unfortunately, so it's just DR. Oh, that's okay. Well, we'll definitely shout it out on the show. Uh, the Knights Blog. Are you familiar with them? No. Uh, they're a really big. Uh, they're. I think they're in the UK. I'm not sure, but they're big fans. I follow their Twitter, and they're they're every week. They have uh, get together and watch like old '60s episodes and stuff. And they they try to find the ones they can get their hands on. And they just, every week, they get together and have a big party and watch, like, the older episodes if they can. Yeah, it's a super cool idea. But, uh, you know, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Good luck in the future, eh? Hi, this is Kerry Nord, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Okay, back in our booth, and uh, Artist Sally here, and Mr. Ian Strawn has joined us with an incredible purchase you're about to tell me yeah, about. Yeah, I've stumbled in. What is this? This is, uh, well, it's part of, a, it's an original Swamp Thing wow. from the original series. It is just, what, what it's Batman, Batman, basically Batman, and it saw it at one booth for like... Sorry, what number is it? Uh, the, for the original series, this is number seven. Number seven? Um, going back, well, number, number one is like, I saw... Few, several number ones. They're all in the three hundred dollar range. Wow. Cool. I saw I saw this literally in a neighboring booth for like a hundred and fifty. Really, it's all conditioning, obviously, Dude, but that, the condition looks, looks just as good as this. Yeah, and uh, and then I turned around. Next booth, forty bucks. Really? Yeah. Dude, that looks amazing. It really does. And they showed me the um, the actual first appearance of Swamp Thing, which was in a uh, House of Secrets, DC's I House of Secrets. Yeah. Uh, 600 bucks the guy wanted wow. for it. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. This looks amazing, man. Yeah, Batman. This is not the first time that Batman and the Swamp Thing have duped it oh, out. Oh, they've man. got a bit of a history, yeah, the two of them. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, this is way before Saga of Swamp Thing, Yeah, right? this is the original yeah. series. Yeah, absolutely. Saga came later So this could this, this be their first appearance together? Very possibly, yeah. Number seven, yeah. Swamp. Yeah, like, yeah. what year is that? Uh, let's check it let's out. see what year we got uh, going da, 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 Inside da. page, probably. Nice checkout from the cereal that they're selling <laughs> inside. Yeah. 
100 yeah. toy soldiers, a buck 25. Oh, just you get some unbelievable stuff, even Prizes like car advertisements and stuff, x-ray glasses. That's It's all in here. It must say right there, number 7, 1973. 1973. Wow. Yep. Yep. That comic book is five years older than me, nice. man. Nice. Not me, though. Four years older than I me. I was three years old, so I was still peeing my pants <laughs> when they were drawing that. Oh, that was... It's pretty sweet, though. That's, That's a great purchase, man. Yeah, very, what up? You nice. anything else today? Well, I, then I just went dollar, just basically dollar swamp things, you know, to basically try to collect, finish the saga off. Heck, yeah. That's what I've been doing with Wolverine. Swamp thing, swamp thing, swamp thing, swamp thing, swamp thing, swamp thing, and no end of swamp things for a dollar. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Gotta love dollar swamp things. I sure shit do. Good times, yeah, man. Great times, great times. Did you, uh... I've had some fun. I was talking with the Doctor Who Society and <laughs> the Ghostbusters Society. They have their societies. The societies yes, are here. Many right? societies within the society of geek societies, and uh, I had a little cha- a little chat there with AJ Fry from Interspace, you know, on the Space yep. Channel. Yep. Gave us a little bumper. Very appreciated from uh, from AJ there. Excellent. And uh, Toronto Batman, as I, well. I don't know what that is. You know, Toronto. It? My parents are dead. Okay, walks around. No. Yeah, you do. No, the guy's got the video and stuff. He's uh, here every time. All right, I gotta have to. He you'll, just you'll walks have to around. He's me. got a badly fitting Batman mask, okay, and he just perfect. walks around going, "My parents are dead." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular. All right, I, I, I'm just out of it. Like I'm actually just I'm zombie mode here. Well, that's because you drank a bottle of what last uh, night? Rum, rum, di- Diplomatico rum, and that'll just, do it. Yeah, it was bad news. That'll do it, man. I actually thought I was going down at one point. Everything started going all white, and <laughs> I started seeing stars, and I was like, Oh god, this is gonna go down right here. And then I bottled a bottle of wa- a bottle of water and promptly lost it. What time a, was this? I don't know. Uh, do I don't know. I, I, I don't even know it? what time it is. I don't even know what. <laughs> day it is <laughs> uh, it's been fun sitting here it's a different perspective being behind the table eh? you can smoke back here right <laughs> oh it's neat though we can never not get a booth again oh this is Jen's good call. The right idea yeah this is a great idea it's <laughs> a great call Hey there, this is AJ Fry from Interspace Weeknights 6 and 11 on Space, and you're listening to An Elegant Weapon. Aww. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're right here. We are at the Stranger Booth with Dave and Justin. I believe it's at Renerd yeah. on the Twitter, and yep. your Twitter handle would be? I can't even remember. Can you remember? <laughs> That's okay. Um, Shows you how much I'm on Twitter. Right? I know, some, well, some people I know who follow us may, uh, I think we got a lot of people who follow you as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit of book, about the book, guys. Uh, what's going on with it? I'll give you the, the elevator pitch here. Stranger basically follows the story of one man as he wanders through other people's zombie survival stories. And uh, the, the kicker is, I mean, even though he's not always the key to action in the book, He's always going to be in the books. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. I think idea. so, but, you know, that's my own unbiased opinion. Well, it's, kind of, it's more like a filmmaking genre. Correct me if I'm wrong. Dave's the artist and the writer. I'm just the sales guy. I come into these conventions and right. talk to a lot of people, you know, that sort of stuff. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, Talking yeah. Pony yeah, stuff yeah. Kind of stuff. yeah. But uh, more like a filmmaking thing where you have a POV and then you have the character who comes in and then kind of ties it all together. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. You're not entirely mistaken. <laughs> I'm on the same page. I but, think. I mean, it gives it gives the audience a, a perspective to take. Um, because each book sort of is can be its own self-contained story, but there's an overall... There's just one thing kind of tying it right. all together. That's right. super like in cool. The, in the second book, he doesn't show up until the very last page, but it ties the first two books together. Okay. How many books are you at so far? Four books in print, Okay. and I'm just about to wrap up the fifth book online. The fifth one I'm really excited about. It's uh, basically 
it starts out and there's a hitman. He's in, wakes up in a room, comes to in a room. He had his one finger chewed off by a zombie who's now dead, and he's got a dead woman in the room. And he spends the entire book basically trying to get his revenge before he turns. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dave calls that a, a hitman. I call it Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool. Now, I'm looking at your covers here. Now, yep. is this Copic or Paint or... No, I do uh, I do it all in Painter, Painter and Photoshop. Oh, yeah? So, so a lot of digital work, yeah? A lot of digital work, but recently I've been pushing back towards the more traditional pencil paper. Right, yeah, the, di- the digital is getting so popular these days. Yeah. I mean, everybody's getting into the coloring yep. and, you and know, some, getting the tablets. Fa- yep, no, there's some fantastic work being done out there. Both mediums, I remember somebody asked me what I prefer, but I, I can't really say I have a preference. But I gotta tell you, you know, I do like the sound it makes when my pen hits that paper. It's like mm. this little screechy noise that happens, and I, I'm almost becoming addicted to that sound, you know, to that feel. Oh yeah. But for digital, the great thing about digital is the undo button. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And when you're working traditionally, especially when you start getting into the inks, there's no undo button. Yeah, there's so no like erasing of the ink. If you yeah. mess it up, you know, you got to deal with it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that's happened on a few occasions. But <laughs> so you and John Long then, like, uh, yeah, well, yeah? My, my, my whole entire life, but only like that for the first book, I released uh, Fan Expo 2011. Okay, so that was two years ago, and that one I did digitally. The second one I did digitally. The third one was all traditional, and then the fourth one I went back to digital, and the fifth one, that's going to traditional as well. Okay, so are you putting it out yourself? Is it self-published? Yep, no, it's completely? all self-published. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. It's cool to be able to do that a lot easier it's these a, days. It allows for a lot of control, but it also um, it can be challenging as well. Because oh, it's a to, lot of work, right? It's a lot of work, but you also have to be your own editor. Yeah. And that's not always the best thing to do because that's sometimes true. you're overly harsh or sometimes you're not harsh enough. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you can lose sleep just yeah. not knowing if you've been too harsh or not harsh enough. It also helps to, uh, yeah, it always helps to have that fresh, different set of eyes looking at stuff. And you're Absolutely. taking on a lot of work, man. I mean, to do your own coloring, your own, you know, yep. pencils, your own everything. I mean, that's, it's got to be time consuming. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. You know, and it, I put out about a page a week. And thank you very much. Sorry. No, it's um, right. You know, and, and that's a pretty deliberate pace. I know there are people that like to do a couple pages a week, but that's what I can fit in, in my yeah, life. Yeah, whatever's you know what comfortable I mean? for you. Yeah, you know, As long as I can commit to keep putting it out there, then I want to put it out there. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. So where can people get it? Uh, you can go to stranger.renerd.com for all the latest pages. Like I said, I try to do about a page a week. Um, you can check me out at Renerd on Twitter. So you can see your pages as you're going? Yep. You're, oh, that's super yep, I do cool like see to the post, progress. Yeah. I'd like to post a lot of my work in progresses. I do that uh, yeah. also on the Tumblr, which is renerd.tumblr.com. Dot com so R E N E R D, awesome. Yeah, all right. I got sidetracked by that customer there. Did you talk about of stone? What is of stone? Tell stone. us about that, Dave. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please, please, please do. So thought, hey, let's segue into that. You know, of stone is my next book. Actually, in the back of issue number three of Stranger, I put a little three-page preview. Oh, cool. Uh, for of stone. Oh wow, that looks that, neat. That one's got more of a fantasy. Okay. It basically follows this ogre. As he tracks his mortal enemy in the snowy wilds. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to stay tuned for that. I know. Day. So That's awesome. So, I mean, right now, what I'm trying to do is every two pages of Stranger I do, I try to do one of Up Stone. So I can at least try to get Up Stone done. Yeah, not fall too behind yeah. on other projects, yeah, juggling it's, things it's, and stuff, eh? It's tough, and, you know, I have a very understanding wife. 
That always helps. Two not very it? understanding kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Are you? It's uh, yeah. The wife is super understanding because I mean, for me, this is like side fun. You know, like yeah. I have a profession and I have a career and yeah. I got the two kids and that takes up ninety yeah. percent of the time. Yeah. You know, so the weekend comes, I get one chance to have a pot. You know, me and Sean do the podcast, yeah. and then I'm gone an hour every night editing you it. You mean for the very the next excellent week. podcast and elegant yes. weapon? Yes. Well, yes, yes, yes we try to be. Elegant <laughs> weapon podcast. One of my favorites. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, we try to, you know, this is our first year here with an actual presence. Yep. You know, it's a little presence, but I was talking to Jen. I was like, I you know, know, I know, I know you split booths sometimes. You might yep. just have a couple feet, you know, yep. try to get the name out there and stuff. So, you know, we're not trying to be super huge, but. Just think about an elegant weapon stranger booth sometime, yeah. You know, it's. I think you know. I don't think I'm ever going to go to a con again without getting an exhibitor's pass. To be honest, yeah, it's, it's the way to go. Yeah, even if it works out that you pay like ten, twenty bucks more. But you can get pressed too. Well, I tried, and uh, we got the denied this time. Keep trying, keep well, trying. it's. They said it's the volume, and oh, yeah. we only did like it was only two weeks before the con that I tried to get the passes. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking they said they said due to volume we can't let you. So like tomorrow I'm going to try to get passes for Fan Expo. Right you know, and yeah. the thing you're doing a great thing like with the podcast. You know, people are going to listen. More people are going to listen. And, you know, you do, you'll eventually get there. Yeah, well, what we get to do is, like, support all our favorite friends and comics and stuff yep. we're into. You yep. know what I mean? Stuff we like. It's not, you know, all just big two talk all yeah. the time, right? Yeah. Especially through, it's amazing when you get a podcast and do these shows, how many people you meet yeah. and how many connections, you yeah. know, you hook up. Like, people like, like Jen, I met on Twitter. Yeah. And she's in Hamilton. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, you're at the con. Oh, yeah. hey, now we're friends. Just yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, social media does work in the real world. It's true, friends. Get mm-hmm. off Facebook and come out and talk to Facebook people. Facebook is yeah. just silly. It's, Facebook's all those old people that used to make fun of you that you don't like anymore, and Twitter's all the people you've never met that you want to hug. Yeah. You know what I, I, I mean? I don't really care that I know what's your birthday. Yeah. 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 First, I don't care what it is, I'll use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the word out there. I'm gonna use that's it. the way to go to too. Um, thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate that. Again, check out Stranger uh, from at Renerd on the Twitter, yep. and uh, we'll figure out the other one uh, someday one soon. Yeah, days. awesome. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Cool. I am here with Stephen Berger, local Toronto artist, um, and the book is Talk. That's right. And uh, you want to tell us a little bit about it? So the book is basically almost an anti-comic book. It's it's as far away from the Cape and Tights books as you can sort of get. The whole thing is a sh- series of short stories all based on the conversations between two people. So it's kind of a, a book of talking heads almost, and it really relies on the expressions and emotions of the characters to convey the storytelling. It, it's uh, it's cool how you obviously, like, your art's amazing. I love your art, the, the style of it. And you obviously have the skills and talent that you could have went the cape route. You know, you could have easily probably went the superhero route. But uh, you didn't. You're kind of on the cusp of things, you know. It's uh, it's cool to see. Were you ever into, like, regular comic books and I mean, the superhero thing? Definitely. I've, al- I've always been a, f- a fan of comic books. And the, and the book is not sort of making fun of cape and tights. It, it does. It pokes fun at, the, like, the genre in general, but in sort of a lighthearted way more of like an homage in a way to some of the the cape and tight stuff in the book more than a criticism um you know i I work a lot from reference so a lot of the characters in talk are are photo reference of people i know and i just don't know anyone muscular enough to pull off a superhero (laughs) so uh until i find someone who i can use as a reference model for uh the hulk i I think i'll be sticking to the more lifelike uh stuff well you're in a lot of obviously the old horror and styles were you always into that as a kid did that influence you big like yeah always a big uh, big horror fan like the film noir as much as the way it looks as as the subject you know it's it's kind of 
the classic stuff really appeals to me. It's not just like the big slasher, bloody, gross-out kind of stuff. It's more character-driven and suspense and the suspense, lighting yeah, and stuff. Exactly. The same way you draw it, like yeah. you capture the lighting really well. That's one thing you do impressively is like the shadowing stuff. Because all these, I've seen a lot of these pictures that you've obviously referenced from, mm-hmm. you know, like the movies and the stills, and you just capture like the feel of them really, really nicely. You know, Thank you. like uh, like Lon Chaney and the yep. Frankenstein's and stuff. Um, so when can we expect? I know you got a copy right here. This is just like a prelim- preliminary type thing. Yeah, that's sort of the proof copy from the printer. Uh, the, fir- the easiest way to get it is I'm doing a launch party May 3rd oh, yeah? at a place called Comic Book Lounge, and that's in downtown okay, yeah, Toronto, yeah. College in Clinton. Uh, it'll be about 8 o'clock on May 3rd. Uh, no cover. Everyone's free to come and check it out. I'll have about 30 or 40 pages from the book on uh, framed and for display. That's super cool. Maybe yeah. we'll actually come by and yeah, check that out. Definitely. That could be a fun party yeah, for it sure. Be, it should be good. It's licensed, so it should be fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's definitely super fun. I've heard about the Comic Book Lounge, and I saw their booth over there, but I haven't actually been there yet. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, interesting place. It's a store, but it's also a gallery. They've got a lot of cool events going on there. Yeah, so that's basically, it's like comic shops, last gallery kind of... Yeah, and and printer. It's got everything going on there. Oh, really? Wow, that's that's, that's super cool. Um, I know we saw you last at the Royal York Con, which was a bit of a smaller con. Yeah. Um... You having a bigger weekend this weekend? Yeah, the weekend's Lots been good. The weekend's been good talking to a lot of interesting people. Um, a lot of people coming back who've been in my booth before. And uh, overall, great weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's fun times, man. Uh, this is our first time actually having a presence here, yep. which is cool to have like a home base so I can actually get around and talk to people, yep. you know. Because that's what we're into. We like to support the local stuff, you know. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of indie comic people that we bring on the show, and we try to. You know, we read the big two. We're huge Batman fans. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. it's like a Star Wars podcast. But sure, yeah, yeah. every once in a while, we have an indie spotlight special where we actually bring on a few, you know, yep. indie artists and try to get the word out there and, yep. you know, help support the scene as much as we can. So, uh, yeah, again, sure. uh, it's at Steven Berger on Twitter. At Steven underscore Berger, yeah. Underscore Burgers. Uh, and the website, is there a, yeah? Uh, StevenBerger.com. Yeah, and the, the people just go and check out what you got going yep, on there. Stevenberger.com. Right now it's under construction, but it'll link you to a gallery of my artwork. That's Steven with a PH. So right. Okay, Burger, you people like really, hamburger. seriously, you need to <laughs> you need to go check this stuff out. It's gorgeous stuff. I can't wait to save up some money and actually get a few of these for myself framed up because uh, my wifey there, she's really into the old movies right like on, uh, right Casablanca on. and the Frankensteins. Yeah, and just, she doesn't watch anything past, like, 1950. So, uh, you know, I know she'll like to have Sounds a few good. of these on the wall for sure. And we're also looking forward when the book comes out. So, uh, so May 3rd, Comic Book Lounge in Toronto. Check it out. Absolutely. Everybody come out and have a good time. Hopefully we'll be there too. Peace. Attention. We are deviating off course from headquarters. For you. And uh, we've replaced the Strawn with the Schnickson, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, at Weapon Nicks. Sean has finally arrived. Yes. We got you in. Um, so uh, what's been going on? What do you had? Uh, what's your process been? Uh, mostly just kind of uh, wandering around and uh, talking to artists and trying to get some more developed for a website I'm going to be working on here. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's been good. So yeah, yeah I got. Did about, you talk to Mr. Uh, Bailey today? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's doing good. Did he remember your face? Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. Yep. He recognized my canvas. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. Can and. <laughs> no, and uh, and then uh, confirmed a couple other people that I was meeting up with here, and actually got a couple new people on as well. So, oh yeah, yeah, so very interesting. That's so super cool. Yeah. Okay. So, what have you done, Nixon? Have you gotten your uh, have you have you gotten your business up and running? Is that yeah. what's happening? This is the first 
convention I've been to where I haven't done anything art related. Yeah. I haven't even got a thing signed, nothing. Really? But yeah. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah. I know. Kind of short on time this one. Well, too, that's right? just it too, man. It's, yeah, you can't you can't afford to waste it standing. You can't you know an hour lineups. No, for sure. Not, Who expected this okay. though? Who expected such an a? Uh, Jen did. I did. Other girl Jen totally <laughs> called it. She was like, "It's going to be it was super be busy." Yeah. That's all right, though. It's been a fun day. I got conversations with the uh, Doctor Who Society, oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah? yeah, big lack of the steampunk we were noticing. Is uh, there's a lot for sale though? For what? There's a lot for sale, like a ton of steampunk yeah, stuff. Yeah, like merch. I've seen that. Did you see these helmets? I know. The Star Wars. And they're they pretty reasonable, yeah. Copper, yeah. They're full-on Vader helmets and stuff, but like steampunk copper, like with yeah. rivets. You gotta see it before we go. I think it's just down here for forty dollars. That's all they are. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable work, like and little like bronze <laughs> statues of Obi Wan. They're stuff. not forty dollars, man. Yeah. They're like three hundred, four hundred. <laughs> I think they were like two. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. That's Jen's the big uh, hex girl. Yes. That's good. Oh, no, on a Scrabble. That is excellent idea. That's awesome. Sweet. And you're you pretty you're in the old school books too though, right? I have read nothing new. Yeah. When did you stop? Like are you still collecting or Yeah. So what titles have you gone with since Marvel now? You just stopped? I'm just reading I started reading Inferno and I've read right up to Oh nice. Uh, I'm in nineteen ninety three right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> If and she was just it, saying, you can't hear what she's saying. That's okay. Well, she was. She probably will. Saying. It picks yeah. up things pretty good. All right. This goes this way. I'm retarded. Here you go. Here you go. All right. And this um, goes back like that. Yes, that goes in your ear. Yeah. Is it 93? The, the comic you were looking at, uh, yeah. Greg Capullo. Oh yeah. Drew some 93 X Men. Yeah. Man. I'd love to take a look to see how similar it is compared to what he does. That's now. totally different. Is it totally different? Oh yeah. It's weird how they grow as they get better. Yeah, a lot of artists are like that. You. Don't even see the styles. How y'all doing? Having a fun day? Sweet. So many kids here, eh? Just a giant family affair now. That girl was 80. <laughs> what? No. Oh, wicked. Right behind us is the uh, sci fi candy, do you notice? Oh, yeah. Uh, Are you going to pick one up? I'd love nice, to yeah! Wow, that would look great on me for sure. <laughs> totally. Oh, I could, I could totally. I could rock kick the Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman bikini. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh, I, I'm, th I'm seeing you in the cap more. I think. Oh, you think you more cap? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Wicked. I'm still trying to find where I can get a Leia slave Leia costume for. Her. I would say. Did you see the robes? Line. Did you actually see the bathrobes? Yeah, I saw over those. there. He had the Doctor the bath Who bathrobes, yeah, and he yeah. actually had like the Rocky back bathrobes <laughs> and the yeah. totally and the Drago. Cool. Was it uh, Drago? Drago. Yeah, the Russian. Like, Steven seems to be having a good day over there. Oh, I see a lot of art flying off Mr. Burgess. Oh yeah? yeah. Oh, excellent. This stuff's incredible, though. Like the old school stuff. So what did you do, Nick? So what did you do? You actually talked to your guys. That's what you did. Hatching you just went to talk yeah. to your guys that you now. needed to talk to. <laughs> yep. You shook on it. Uh, yeah. you, you bonded by blood somehow. You did a... Yeah. I set up a couple of meeting dates to meet back up, come up to Toronto, and bring up basically a, a big, my laptop and plug in and download all his stuff. So Right, right. With who? Uh, with Craig. So. With who? Craig. Craig. Who's Craig? Craig Ewing. Who's Craig Ewing? He's the anchor for Marvel. He does. Uh, he's doing X Men Legacy right now. Oh, he did is he the one that put you in X Men Legacy? No, that was uh, David uh, Baldwin. 
do that. So what is it? You you've appeared in X Men Legacy two seventy nine. Nope. No, 274. 274 and Uncanny X-Men 539. Very good. You've been doing your homework. Pretty good, eh? Well done. Yeah. Last page or last, near the end of the book of Uncanny. Yeah, of and, both. And uh, Wolverine's been burnt and he's like all like kind of bloody and he jumps out of the bushes and there's like a couple like thugs and he's one of the thugs. Yeah. And the last panel awesome. you see is his face like as Wolverine's coming out of the bushes to kill him. It's awesome, what, is that the one man. that I've got? Were you actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I made a T-shirt out of that. Panel. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Sure. Did you actually? Yeah, because I, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I wanted to actually blow that up and just get uh, that frame and put it on the fridge or something like that. Well, what we'd like to do next time maybe is get a few of these made up, smaller prints mm-hmm. without the title and stuff. And Sean's just worried about copyright and stuff. You know, he doesn't want to just do the picture. With, yeah, especially with Star Wars. You so he be might careful. add like a funny line or something because then it's parody, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, this is my one of my favorite pictures he's ever done. And this Leo one turned out really nice, too. I haven't that? seen that one, no. Yeah. Why, well, who's doing the art for you? My buddy Sean. You know my buddy Sean. I don't know. The yeah, he does do the podcast, podcast with, with. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, maybe. You've met Sean, I think, once or twice. No. It's likely. Again, brain porridge. <laughs> so you guys, uh, what time do you think you're heading out? Probably 4.30. Yeah. You don't mind if I get your ride? No, that's fine, yeah. That's perfect. Yep. I'm not sure if Aaron's working tomorrow. I might steal her car. The train was real nice. Did you guys drive it? The train was real nice. Yeah. It was so just non-caring and relaxing. Really? I don't find the GO train to be that at all. It was cool. Well, I haven't been on one in so long. It's been a few years since I was on one. So watching the scenery go by, all the new graffiti I haven't seen in years. We were on one, though, for the last Fan Expo, weren't we? No, man. I wouldn't have come in on a train. I hate the train. It? I hate it. Watch out. I Sparkle thought it was boy. you. This is Sean and Ian. How are you, sir? <laughs> How you doing? Uh, yeah, can't stand it. Can't stand that thing. So it's about 3.20 now. So uh, about an hour left in today. It's been cool. a fairly successful day. we got a whole other day to go. Then I'll get things all wound up. You guys have any uh, closing thoughts for the day? Get me to my bed. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm just very interested to see how the fan expo is going to turn out. Because I said, with this much turnout for this, it's it's going to be epic. We're yeah. taking number two spot this yeah, year. Yeah, it's going to be big. You. Just like Toronto just surpassed Chicago as the fourth biggest city in North America, fan expo will be taking shit down. <laughs> We're telling you. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out. Thanks no problem. For, uh, saying hello. Thank and, you. Uh, there'll be much more to come. X out. The job. Kids, it's day two of Toronto Comic Con. Joining me to start the day is Mr. Anthony Rutgazer. Oh, why are you waking me up this early? Hey, you were good. You got up early this morning. Yes. After Com- yesterday's catastrophe, it's a good idea, man. Complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, I read somewhere, somebody online said that they sold out at some point yesterday, so uh, I figured it would be a good idea to actually get off my ass, come down here early. And a- stand in many lines. <laughs> Yay! It moved, uh, it moved fairly quickly, though. Standing it, in line palooza. It seemed like people were going all right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Didn't take you too long. I mean, you got in just after open, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is it, though. I'm with you, man. Last con ever that never, I stand in a line like that. Uh, it's not that I'm never going to go to a con again. I'm just never going to stand in line for passes again. If it's some place that I'm just going as a guest, 
as a as a one of the rabble <laughs> as I w- wave my hand dismissively at people walking by us here yeah. as one of the filthy unwashed <laughs> masses you know you're horrible uh, then I will buy passes in advance yeah. uh, but for the most part I am going to Quan Chang this man indie wrestling reference I'm going to Quan Chang this if I ain't booked I ain't going <laughs> I need an yeah, I need an exhibitor spoiled. pass. Having an exhibitor pass is we've been absolutely yeah. spoiled. Yeah. And it's a blast, man. You just also just having the home base. Just the resting point, you yes. know, just with a place to sit down once in a while. Yeah, I want a place to put my coat and <laughs> um, wander around. So how's work on the comic? Uh <laughs> uh I'm not doing much. No. I uh I'm uh, all I've been doing right now. All I'm doing right now is I've been sending my scripts and doing a final edit on my scripts, sending them into my editor at Action Lab, and uh, and and getting them back with my with his notes. And uh, I just got issue two back, and his the the sum of his notes was uh, were were <laughs> were I think I'm a professional writer now. <laughs> I should I shouldn't be making this mistakes. Uh, uh, the, but it's early. Uh, the sum of his notes were, uh, on page 13, uh, panel 2, it should be, no one knows. I had written, no one know. Oh, a typo. And on page 14, <laughs> panel 3, would a kid really say, let's go over to the next block to so-and-so to get a sandwich? Wouldn't he just say, let's go over to so-and-so to get a sandwich? Uh, eh, yeah, but I meant it as kind of a locator so that people know that, Location A is a block away from location B right. in this story. <laughs> so, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, uh, I understand that. Yeah, you can leave it if you want." And I just I edited the line a little, that's but good uh, though, man. yeah, those that's are th- that's the sum total of my editor interfering in in, in my in my business. So, uh, dear Rob Liefeld, <laughs> oh, um, <no. laughs> Rob gets stabby. Hashtag Rob gets stabby. Hi, Greg Highland. Uh, Dear Rob Liefeld, and everybody else who's ever complained about an editor, Action Lab is awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have anybody telling me about. Uh, well, also, it's my book. It's we're starting from scratch. I don't have anybody up my backside telling me about forty years of continuity, <laughs> and well, he can't do that because blah 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 in this other book, and you can't even have that character this month, and. It's mine, yeah, MF. It's mine. Yeah. I love it. And someone will someone will undoubtedly get a hold of this in three or four years <laughs> and play it for the guy who's offering me the job writing Green Arrow or something <laughs> and go, yeah, you know, he cursed you out in advance. You know, I heard that show you were on once. <laughs> oh, I thought, you, I thought you didn't want to work for Marvel or DC because of editorial control. Well, I don't, but I like sleeping indoors and eating off of plates. Hey, you know, so if there's also, money involved, there's some I'm a whore. <laughs> well, we all, that's been established for a long time now. Yeah, thank you. But um, <laughs> Greg Capullo and Snyder rave. They have maybe it's because they've earned it. DC yeah, but there's below, a difference between rave about their editors. There's a difference know? between you know Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder and me. The first time I work for Marvel or DC, okay? Yeah, true. You know. Uh, there's a there's a big difference between uh, Jeff Johns turning in a script, <laughs> right? 
And this dude and from Freddy Toronto. Nobody. Uh, no, uh, yeah. no, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. I need you to rewrite the entire thing, and you've got three days. <laughs> nice. As opposed to Jeff Johns. Uh, Jeff, I don't think this works. Ah, well, you're fired. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I'm, in I'm in charge of I'm in charge of you. <laughs> nice. I, I, I heard him. Did you hear? Uh, I don't know if you heard it. He did the last episode of Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith, Jeff Johns. Okay. And uh, I didn't realize how Fat Man on Batman. You don't know this show? No. Oh my god, dude! I don't. Uh, I don't use the quote unquote internet. <laughs> sure. I don't like Listen the I don't like up, the though. interweb. He started with like Paul Dini yeah. and Bruce Tim yeah. and then he had like Kevin Conroy and Tara Strong and like all those Get out of her way. voice actors and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. There's stuff and, uh, happening here at the convention. And he's had uh, Grant Morrison. So what you're saying is Kevin Smith is doing a Batman podcast. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. It's, it is really good. What it's a really good. goddamn last, nerd. It's, yeah, he's a fucking nerd, but uh, <laughs> he had Kyle Higgins, the guy writing Nightwing. Yeah. And, uh, but the well, last you, episode he had Well, you see, there's again, really there's good. a difference in stature, okay? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith, uh, hey, I got, there's a message on the phone. Oh, yeah, who is it? Oh, it's Kevin Smith. He wants you to come and do his Batman podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll reply to that message. <laughs> Hey, uh, there's another message here. They want you to be on uh, an elegant weapon. <laughs> Who? Yeah. What? <laughs> and they should know is what okay. I'm saying. Yeah. They should know about this podcast. And if Everyone they don't, know. and if they don't, they suck. That's why we're here. So we're all of you who aren't well. listening right now, you <laughs> suck. But my but boy you'll never know because you're not. He seemed uh, like a guy who genuinely loved what he was doing. Oh like, yeah. Loved DC. Yeah. Knew, knew his history. Yeah, you know, it seems like a good guy. He's a little younger than I realized, but uh, you know. So, how's the art coming? As much of it. When did you oh. get this made? Oh, <laughs> I have T-shirts with my own, with my own name and logo on them. Because <laughs> awesome. sometimes I get lost in a crowd and I want to know who I am. Canada Dry, Kings J. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. No, I'm not. I'm not selling these because I don't want Coca-Cola Company suing me or whoever owns Canada Dry now. Oh, let me just fiddle awkwardly with my microphone. There you go. Is yeah, they can get a little awkward, eh? <laughs> it's been hard finding levels in here, but so far it's been working out okay. Hello, How's the art coming, girl. though? Is it started? I don't know. You haven't seen anything? No. Do you know if you started it? Yeah, Val's uh, Valentine Delandro is. We're we're jumping right in the middle of this. My uh, my first comic book is called The First Hero. It's coming out later this oh, yeah. year Sorry, from uh, Action Left. Yeah, well, you know all this. They don't <laughs> we, know nothing. Any, any of our longtime listeners, and we do have like yeah. five, uh, will know what we're talking well, about. Well, listen, so. to to the five of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Actually, it's four because one of our listeners is here with us. <laughs> oh, okay, so she's listening to it live. All right. Uh, yeah, my comic book, The First Hero, is coming out from Action Lab Comics uh, later this year. And uh, my artist is uh, Valentine Delandro. And Val's working on layouts, but he, he won't let me see anything yet. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, scumbag. Okay. <laughs> Wanted to be a surprise? Or what? Well, no, I think he wants to get a little further into it and, and you know, get a handle. Because, I mean, it's the first issue, right? So he yeah, wants to get course. a handle on things. Of course. Uh, before. Uh, is the goal still Fan Expo? Have issue one out by Fan Expo? No, no. That's not going to happen. No? I think, uh, I think now if. If we could manage to get uh, number one out for New York, 
New York Comic Con. Okay. That would be good. But I'm not I'm not putting a date on it as like like I I just said it yeah, later yeah, this yeah. year. I'm saying later this year now. So you don't have a due date. They, like Action Labs hasn't said we No, we have we're date. not on the schedule yet. That's good. We're not okay. on the schedule yet. So that's we're uh we are I mean that's the next thing is yeah, is to sit down with the Action Lab guys as he and gets, get on the, as the artist and you and everything gets worked out, it'll start to come together and you'll have a better vision of when yeah. things will be ready for, yeah. Excuse me, cuz I think what's going to happen, I think we're going to get all four issues drawn. I think we're going to get all four issues issues penciled. Oh yeah. At least before we uh, before we solicit the first issue. Yeah, makes sense. That way there's no delays, there's none of that, you know, cuz I mean, listen. Uh, a prime example is and I mean we could still fall prey to this. Uh, if you listen to this example, prime example is uh, Shinku from Ron Mars and Lee Motor. And, um, you know, that uh, tremendous book, but it took uh, well over a year to get the first five issues out. Oh, yeah? It took, yeah, it took, uh, it took a year and a half, I think. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, number five, uh, when I saw Motor in New York last year is when I, he gave me a copy of number five, and it was, uh, it was a week of, uh, in advance. So, I mean, that's, and it had been, number one came out, I want to say the June previous, whatever it takes, you know, and I mean, there was uh, just illnesses amongst the crew that were that, uh, unforeseen acts of God type shit. So, I mean, for me, it's not, listen, the damn thing's written. My job is, uh, I don't really have to write another thing for a year (laughs) for this book. Uh, I'm, uh, it's cool though. You've got your part out of the way. Yeah. But you know what? I, I listen, if it were up to me, and much in the universe is not, <laughs> which will be changed if everybody not votes yet. for Amendment <laughs> Five. So, when you go to your ballot station next week, <laughs> vote yes on Proposition Five to put me in charge of more things in the universe. <laughs> the um, universe. Proposition yes on nice. five. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I have. Uh, if I have, it were, uh, hold on. Yeah, I'll yeah. finish the sentence because it'll bug me. Uh, if it were up to me, I mean. The first issue would be solicited now, and it would just be, let's draw, let's draw, let's go, let's go, let's go. But, uh, you know, Action Lab has to make sure that they're not soliciting something that they're, that's not going to get finished. Of course. And, uh, and I mean, it's, it's, it's just smarter for me to, you know, relax, oh, calm yeah. down. Yeah, you can get a little worked up. Get the thing. Oh, <laughs> little. You've done your part. You just have to see it come to fruition. Now. Yeah. You put the hard I work in. I would like to see it. You know? I want... T- I want this thing in a microwave. You know, I look at a, no, no, I look no, at a Swanson no. chicken pot. I look at a Swanson <laughs> chicken pot pie in the freezer section, <laughs> and the and the ing- <laughs> the instructions say, you know, you know, forty five minutes in an oven. And I remember doing that, but nobody does that anymore. No, just stick it in the microwave for five <laughs> minutes. No, and, oh, the center's still frozen. You Whatever, still mix it up. A good eight hour slow cooked rib, right? So get out of here. <laughs> just is anything going on with the union? Uh no, it's nothing right now. The uh, yeah, yeah yeah, I'm I'm spending so much time. Listen, the comic book's gonna be gonna turn into a living. Uh, wrestling, ain't, wrestling isn't making me any goddamn no, money. No, I thought you might just be kind of <laughs> making it a break. Uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, the passing of Mr. Paul Bear? You ever uh, meet him? I'm, uh, if I have, I don't remember. Okay. I was trying to think about it the other day whether I had met him, and I don't think I had. Uh, but. Uh, 
I mean, hell of a character. I mean, I wish, I wish that I still, I still like Percy Pringle, but, uh, uh, and I mean, not that obviously the guy was in the best of health the last few years, but you know, blood clot out of nowhere. That sucks, man. That reminded me, it actually reminded me a lot of, uh, uh, Chris Candido dying, you know, because Chris, Chris uh, broke his leg, had surgery. I, I'm, I'm almost certain that it was a, a, a blood clot that broke loose with Chris. You uh, never know with that shit, eh? Yeah, it's, it's just, it's, hard yeah, to tell, it's not man. good. Okay, so. I got a, here's a quick question for you. Quick okay. Quick question. A buddy right. of mine was just that uh, Josh El Haquez was just that uh, Emerald City Comic Con there. Oh, he all right. went down to Seattle. Went yes. to the Honky Tonk Man panel. Okay. <laughs> that is a, that is the most bitter man it's ever. Bitter, I hate my cousin Jake Jerry. The, Jake the Snake, I hear. Oh, yeah? Quite. Oh, that's new. Although a lot of the whole thing was just bashing on Jake the Snake. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, yeah he's, he's always bashed on Jake for but the I religion the, thing. The, the things, they've been asking a lot of questions that, like, really about Vince and other stuff. Nothing really yeah. had to do with him. So okay. my buddy was just like, this, this is stupid. I, I want to know about Honky Tonk I want to know about Wayne Ferris, so the man. So here's the question. <laughs> In his entire career, yes. how many people took the guitar shot? Ooh. Including last Monday? Yeah. I'm going to say it's probably uh, probably a low number. I'm going to say less than 10. Wow. I'm going to say less than 10. I'm going to say uh, Macho Man. Uh, there was that uh, Dink on Monday. What's his name? Uh, one Man Band guy. I can't remember his name. I, yeah, I, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, it, it's not one important. One man gang, yeah. One, no, guy. one man band. Uh, they're doing the three man band gimmick now. It's Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal, and the guy whose name I can't remember <laughs> who started the gimmick. That's horrible. This was back this then. Is, no, this is now. now? This is uh, just this Monday night. They, oh, okay, yeah, right. old school raw. They did it. Wow, I'm having a senior moment. Yeah. But you're close more than anybody. People are amazed to hear that it's six. Six? So, and he named them like that. People were like, no way. He was like, bam, 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 bam. These six took it. Wow, okay. Because yeah. I know I, I can think of Macho with the Heart Foundation holding him up. I can. I can't believe you remember specifics. Uh, That's who else? I want to say Jake took it. I think Jake took one, yeah. Uh... A few people. Uh, I I want to say that the warrior took it and no sold it, but I don't. <laughs> he said one person took it wrong, or something. Yeah. Or one because person did it to him and did it wrong. Or oh well, because what, the, the thing is, um, uh, Honky never gimmicked his guitars, right? He never what is? He never gimmicked his guitars. He never. They weren't. They were. It was like you would go to a store and get a guitar. It's not like anybody yeah. took the back off of it and put balsa. Really? Whatever. The were... no, no, no. He's he's he's. I know he's talked about this before. The the uh, the Jeff Jarrett guitar shot. Yes. Is so horrible looking <laughs> because I like they make the guitar out of like out of balsa board. wood and paper mache <laughs> and then they fill it, they fill it with baby powder. Yeah. It's like oh whoop de doo, <laughs> but uh. Honky, I, they would just get a guitar, you know, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and crack you with. So that's why that's why the uh, the Saturday Man event where he hits uh, Macho, it's like he hits him, and you don't really see a lot of difference in the guitar itself. And then Macho just kind of slumps because <laughs> the Heart yeah. Foundation is holding him up. You see, they're that's trying to stuff. get a. There's a petition that 
website that does petitions for the White oh, House. Are you gonna? Is this, yeah. Lenny um, Poffo has a lot of time on oh, his I'm hands. I'm sure he does. Like, um, I mean, no offense, no offense to Lanny, but you know, come on. Well, yeah, you got to ride what's left of your brother's coattails, I guess. Oh. What do you think about sports coming here? Well, I think about what? Expo. Them adding sports. They are. You didn't hear about this? Nah. Because they considered it the biggest announcement in their history. Really? Yeah. They announced it last week. There's going to be uh, they're adding sports to Fan Expo. You know what's horrible? The ultimate sports fan experience. I, okay, here's what's horrible about that. <laughs> One, I'm just finding out about this now, which <laughs> yeah. means which means that at least three other promoters have talked to them about, hey, we could put on a wrestling show. So yeah. I'm I'm too late for that. Nice. <laughs> it's actually going to be uh, Joe Montana. <laughs> Bobby okay. Hull, Bobby Orr, Mark Oh, is this Hogan the thing with Hulk Hogan? Yeah, and Hulk They were Hogan. thinking about bringing Hulk Hogan. No, yeah. he's coming. Yeah, he's, yeah, they signed him. So, I don't know. It's going to be two buildings this year, which I'm really excited about. Oh, they're going to do North and they're South? They're doing North and South. So well, la-dee-da. Things are going to be really spread out nice, I think, man. That, sure. means, that means the delight of that thing that you really want to see being in the other building, <laughs> which that will happen to everyone. But in San Diego, don't you have to walk like three blocks to sometimes see the shit? Man, I, have, I haven't been in San Diego since 96. So, I, I mean, in New York like, was bad enough. you got to go down, you got to go out of the hall and down the hallway into the side building to see Artist Alley, which, I mean, you know, that's fine. All right, that's okay. At least because, all the hey, because they should, they, uh, comic book artists should be segregated. <laughs> they should be, they should be penned up like animals. Uh, I feel like I'm penned up in this display a bit here. Yeah, that's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is kind of cute. The baby with an actual mohawk. I don't know if I could do that to my boy. Actually, shave a mohawk in his head. I'm not. I'm not big on. Well, that. I mean, that kid. How? How old? How old do you think that kid that was? Like not even one. Yeah. See, I'm not big on bringing kids. When I, in New York last year, there was a guy. He was walking, uh, walking down the aisles, and the aisles were super crowded. The aisles were like a Star Trek episode. Well, <laughs> Please bring us the flu so that many of us can die. Like a Star Trek episode. Once a red alert goes off, people just start running through hallways. No, 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 no. It was just packed. It was yeah. just a sardine, a slowly moving sardine can, and there was a guy. I can't remember now. At one point, he was in front of me. At one point, he was behind me. Uh, but he had a kid in his arms, cradling a baby that it looked like it looked like his wife had given birth that morning. And he said, <laughs> "Well, thank God I got him a weekend pass," and like just swaddled him in a blanket and brought him to the convention. And is walking up and down these aisles. And all I'm thinking is. That guy's going to go down. At some point, he is going to trip over some, oh, some yeah. Dragon Ball yeah. Z retard's <laughs> coat. Some some manga kid's giant fucking eight-foot styrofoam sword. Or Doctor Who is going to bump into you, and that baby's going down. Like, I mean, the only thing that could have been better is if there were a kid dressed as an iceberg and walked into him. <laughs> uh, that's why I still leave my kid at home. Uh, so, yeah, just too young. Yeah, I think it's crazy. I, I don't, I don't like. You have fun when you got to watch the kid. Yeah, I, I don't like too kids much, anyways. Too much. Man. I won't keep bringing kids my are, kid here until he's maybe seven or. Kids are stupid. You know? <laughs> kids are the worst idea ever. Babies ruin the fun. Okay. When have you ever, when have you ever looked at your wife and said, "Hey, let's do it on the kitchen table," and your kid hasn't walked in looking for a bowl of cereal right then? Kids ruin the fun. 
All right, kids, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call it a <laughs> note on that one. Take advice from your your uncle kingdom. Damn kids right. Ruin everything. Thanks for hanging out for a bit. Yeah, dude. not a Appreciate problem, it, man. man. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? Well, I'm standing here at the Titan booth. Uh, old friend of mine, I haven't seen in years, Mr. Mark Bonazzi. Uh, funny running into you here, man. How you doing? Uh, good. Of all the places I ever thought I'd run into you, I never thought I'd be here. Kind of random, eh? But uh, here we are. We are um, at the Titan booth, independent comic situation going on. We're with the writer and artist. Who are we with? Uh, Andy Stanley. And Mike Tumchison. All right. Um, yeah, the book, Titan. Tell us a bit about it. It's uh, about a university professor who gets mugged and beaten and is lying on the ground, lying uh, dead, basically, in the drain. He uh, re-experiences his past lives as a world-conquering badass. Interesting. Now, <laughs> is this out of your brain, being the writer? <laughs> uh, it's b- both our brains. I'm the artist. Mike's the writer. Oh, sorry. You're the writer. You're the artist. That's okay. okay. All right. The so basic idea is out of both our brains, but, you know, the majority is everything is Mike. So. That's, that's pretty cool. Now, I know I've seen you guys here in the past. How long have you guys been working on this? Uh, about two years. Yeah, it's been out for about yeah, almost two years now. So very. It cool. took about a year to do, and uh, for the whole thing, so it's a hundred page, fully illustrated. So fully illustrated. Uh, yeah. That's very cool. And uh, I see. No, yeah, and this uh, it looks super cool. Here. Is that Copic, or uh, like how you color that? Uh, there's a lot of uh, it's pencil, ink, oh, wow. watercolor, painting. Um, for some of the pages, there's some digital color. So, so uh, the, the book takes place in four different time periods, and each one has its own art style to it. So. Oh, that's yeah. super cool. Oh, I see, yeah. You can see the kind of change as you progress through the book. Yeah. Now, it just caught my eye here is this Winston Churchill. That's amazing. Sort of reimagined as a different character. So. Oh, yeah? Is yeah. that what it yeah. is? So we're in 1800s New York. Okay. <laughs> Very interesting. That's a cool idea. So what is Titan exactly? Like Titan... The, is the guy trying to take over the world. Oh, that's like he's na- it's named for the character then? The book's named for him, and he thinks he's a titan among men. So okay. while his name isn't actually titan, he he thinks he should be one. Okay. Are you guys out of Toronto? Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it pronounced A Comics then? Uh, A.H. Comics. A.H. Yeah. Comics. Does that stand for something? Or? Alternate History. Oh, okay, cool. Is this the one book that's going out? Through so far. Th- so yeah, far? A preview of this one, too. Okay, what's this one we got here? Hobson's Gate. Is, Hobson's uh, Gate. Direct from the mind of the artist of Titan, Andy Stanley, is uh, writing and drawing this one because I got lazy and uh, <laughs> caught up doing some other stuff and haven't finished Titan 2 yet, and he got bored. Wow. So this one's uh, basically like a dark, violent, uh, thrilling detective story. And that noise you may be able to hear in the background is somebody getting tattooed yes. behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of that going on. The airbrushing tattoos. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, really, guys, these books are gorgeous. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, no, fantastic. You, yeah. <laughs> so by by the summer, by Fan Expo wow. in August, we should have Titan Part 2, the first chapter, and Hobson's Gate. Okay. Uh, so we'll have three books at that time. Very so. nice. That's yeah. an awesome yeah. shot right there. Thanks. That's beautifully done. So where can people find the book? www.titangraphicnovel.com. You can follow me on Twitter at AlphabetKid and at IllustratorAndy for... Uh, yeah. I think I follow you. Oh, hey. I think I actually already do. Yeah? Um, nice. Yeah, because that sounds really familiar, that, that Twitter handle. Okay. On, uh, Sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. Um, that's super cool, guys. Thanks for taking a few minutes to tell us about the book. Uh, I'll let you guys know on the Twitters uh, when it comes out, <laughs> if you want to have a little listen. <laughs> T.Comics, Alice. Yeah. What's this all about, man? 
Well, I'm Alice Quinn. I started off doing this website. I started it maybe five, six years ago at this point about comic books in Toronto. Um, I just feel that there's so much amazing talent in this city. Whether they're making comic books for DC or Marvel, or they're just printing out their own indie scenes, there's just so much talent, so many awesome people in Toronto, and I wanted to, to pretty much have a comic convention online. That's awesome. That's, that's the basis for my website. So yeah, we got creator interviews and reviews about local comics, and we let people know about cool, awesome events coming up in the city. It's a wicked idea, just a big hodgepodge of Toronto comic love. It's a great yeah. idea. Um, yeah, you're totally right, though. The whole, it's not just Toronto, but like the whole kind of GTA area. So yeah. many people from this area now. Like even Robert Bailey is a Burlington yeah. boy. You know, Ken well, Lashley. I, mean, I say Toronto, but I really mean the GTA. GTA because yeah. there's a lot of people who like do all the cons, but they live in Ajax, you know, yeah, or yeah, yeah. wherever it may be. Well, it's pretty cool, though. Whenever you go to any of the cons around here, whether it's Guelph or wherever, you always see friendly faces and people all doing the same yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, that general southern Ontario, you know, hodgepodge of cities we all live in. Yeah, that's what our show's a pretty big into, is we try to push as much indie as we can. We have a lot of friends making, not necessarily Toronto, but we made a lot of friends that's all over the world from, like, uh, you know, we got guys in California and the UK and stuff just doing independent books, so we've had them on just to chat about what they're up to and yeah. what the scene's like out there, you know what I mean? So we've tried to get more involved in our own local scene, you know, in Toronto, but it, it's weird. It's actually easier to meet people outside the city than, you know, kind of sometimes to meet people really into doing things around here. How long have you been doing this now? Um, I knew this since I was, like, 18. I guess earlier, but, like, five, six years. And then uh, last year I started doing this YouTube show, uh, Quintessential Comics, which is sort of the visual of T. Comics. I interview people. Okay, yeah. have them on my show, and we also do a book club once a month. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. what, you pick, like, a Toronto book? and like? What we do is we pick, a, it's just graphic novels. I try to, like, the, the website is Toronto-focused, and the YouTube show, I try to make it more broad. Okay. Even though most of the people I interview are from Toronto, I want to brought in my target audience with that okay. so I don't label it local. Yeah. Well you got a lot of UK listeners listening to you right oh, now. Sweet. So we got a huge sweet. for some reason our little Mississauga podcast has mainly UK listeners for some reason. You know and that's the thing is like the internet you get people from all over so I'm really excited because we're, we're starting a new season of quintessential comics really soon and I got this super cool introduction series I'm really excited to share. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you'll have to come on the show again when you got that I all wrapped up to, and uh, hook it up for to. sure. We're going to try, because because we're in Mississauga, it's uh, not super easy you know, to get out here all the time with family and work and blah, blah, blah. We've been getting tighter with like Steven Berger over here and uh, you know, trying to meet some more artists like in the city. So I think we're going to try to go. He's having that launch party at Comic Book Lounge for uh, his book, Talk on May 3rd, I think. So we might nice. come out and try and do a little potting from yeah, there or something, you know? Like, the comic book lounge is a great place. I like to think of it as um, the comic book creator's comic shop. Okay. Because a lot of people, you know, from the comics embassy over here and all over, people who are starting to make their own comics, they all shop in the lounge. That's cool. So i got to really check cool it out. There. It's, it, my, it's one of my favorites in Toronto. It's I feel great. ashamed. I haven't even been to the snail since it moved. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's not my LCS. We got a nice little shop in Clarkson called Altered States. It's been there for 25 years. Oh, nice. Yeah, so these guys kind of know their shit. So actually, Ty Templeton shops there. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's like just one of those smaller type comic shops that isn't, you know, two, just two nerd guys who know their shit for 30 years, you know? Yeah. That's what it should be. 
there's a lot of competition in Toronto because there's like maybe 13 plus comic mm. shops in the city. So everyone's trying to carve out their niche, whether it be, hey, we're in Thornhill, or hey, you know, we do action figures. So it's kind of cool because each of them have their own uh, draw, you know, whether it be, I feel like the Silver Snail does the best merchandise. They have yeah. the coolest, like, swag, mm. you know, and Paradise mm. Comics is all about, you know, collecting silver and golden mm. age comics. Yeah, so a little more old school. Have, they, they all sort of have their thing, but they're all very competitive at the same time. You know, we're very lucky to have it though. There's a lot of people I've met, you know, all over the United States. One of the biggest complaints I hear is we have no comic shop. We got to drive an hour and a half to Cleveland to get a decent shop. You know what I mean? And we're very spoiled. In that sense, yeah. We're very lucky in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. You know? And the fact, like, people think it's a little Canada up here. Not much going on. Meanwhile, no, we got the third biggest fan expo. Is like, yeah, the third biggest con in North America at this point. I mean, and like just this weekend, I wish, I wish you guys had a visual so you could see. And this is just a, a, a Comic Con, just comics. Mm, yeah. and there's so many people out here, all ages, all races, mm. boys, girls, grandmas, wheelchairs. Yeah, kids. You got everything, man. Well, we got lots of pictures that'll be accompanying the blog to this yeah, podcast, so I people just, will see it. I'm really impressed by mm. the collection of fandom and how we all intermingle really well. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think it hurts that we're Canadian. Along with the sci-fi nerds. <laughs> Yeah. Comic book nerds, you know. Well, what do you think about them bringing sports into the Fan Expo, then? I think it's fine. Yeah. It's no big deal. I think it, I'm pretty sure, I don't, this isn't confirmed, but I heard it's going to be its own ticket. Oh, really? Uh, I heard that. I don't think that's true, but I heard it. And I also heard that it's going to be in its own hall, which is more likely. That it'll well, have they're splitting it up. Fan Expo is going to be both buildings, eh? Yeah, which is and, amazing. I, I mean, for them to to be ordered, like in order for them to have two buildings, they need to bring something else to the table. Fill it out just a little bit. So that's why yeah. they needed to add sports, and also this allows them to not not raise their ticket price again, then, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. happy. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. also, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh man, I'm so scared, all these sports nerds are going to come beat up, you know, You the find me nerds. a sports nerd nowadays that knows who the hell Joe Montana is, and then we'll have a problem. But it's not like you're going to get every jock in the city coming out to see, like, And it's, and it's you know, not like they're coming out about their yeah. fandom as well. It's, it's so not biggie. Comic-Con, it's Fan Expo. You yeah. want Comic-Con, you come to this, right? Yeah, I no, remember last, no. uh, was it a couple months ago or whatever, the Royal York Comic-Con. Uh, that was really cool because it felt like a 70s con because it was in like Royal York Ballroom. So it's all classy, like nice. hotel ballroom like they used to would have done back in the 70s, right? Much tinier room. It was you know a much mellower atmosphere. It was pretty cool, but... You know, this is definitely the party, you know? No, it's just, I I think it's awesome that we can all geek out over different stuff and mm. all get along really well. And I feel that, like, you know, once the actual, once Fan Expo hap- happens and people see that the sports nerds are nothing to be scared mm-hmm. of, we'll all just party together and have a good time. I would have to man. agree, definitely. I mean, it's going to be such an exciting year. It's going to be a whole new con with the two buildings. and yeah. Everyone's going to be real excited. So, But I have to say, absolutely good on you. Andrew organization for you know supporting the local crowd and the local team you know like we were saying y'all don't realize you're out there reading your comics and a huge amount of those comics are being written and drawn by uh, by Canadian homegrown talent right here so yeah, man, you know we'd you love so to find guys like you t.comics um, tell everybody where they can find you well t dot as in t d o t comics dot ca or dot com we got both um, and also, I'm, I'm the Alice Quinn on Twitter and Instagram and T 
Comics on Facebook. And, yeah, I mean, I got the YouTube show, Quintessential Comics, with an extra N because I'm Alice Quinn and a little vain. Um, <laughs> but, you know. That was awesome. It's pretty cool. I'm really excited. Yeah, Thanks that's... so much for no, it was an absolute pleasure to meet you, Alice. I'm sure we'll talk more in the future. You know, maybe we'll hook up on the Totoris a little and uh, we'll, we'll chat, eh? Awesome. Well, we're getting to the end of day two here of Toronto Comic-Con. Would you say that this was a fairly successful weekend, Jen? Yes, definitely a successful weekend. You had fun? lot of fun but I am now getting very tired and it's been a lot of work you know mm-hmm. I didn't expect this much of a turnout did we no, no no there was a lot of people here but I'd have to say again thank you for letting us shack up and having our first official presence at a comic-con yeah, no it means a lot to us and uh, you know thank you to all you kids who have listened to everything that you've just listened to we had a great time thank you to all our guests who were kind enough to uh, have a little conversation with us about their books and such and everything going on. Of course, again, coming up in August, Toronto Fan Expo Canada. (laughs) It's going to be the big one. This was fun, but uh, it's going to be the big one, kids. So you know that Jen and an Elegant Weapon, of course, will be there again. Thanks a lot for uh, listening. Do you want to shout out anybody or say anything? No. Just say say thanks. (laughs) Thank you. There you go. Um, Yep, thanks from everybody. We love you all. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.